Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice, who today arranges for Perry White, Lois Lane, and Jim Olsen to learn what it means to be on the wrong end of a practical joke. We'll join them in a moment. But right now, let's listen in on a discussion between Dan McCullough and his young pal, Rusty. So, uh, you had a good time, did you, Rusty? I sure did. That was the best party I've been to in a long time. How come? Well, it was all built around that new second series of comic buttons we're all collecting, from packages of Kellogg's Pets. Hey, that's a swell idea. Sure, like, well, we, we played a game where each one of us had to impersonate one of the funny paper characters, and the rest had to guess who it was. I see. Uh, who were you? I was Popeye. I, I got a can of spinach, see, and I put on my old striped jersey and my brother's old sailing hat, and I stuck my chin out so I'd look tough like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That darn peewee guess who I was almost before I was ready. <laughs> Too easy, huh? Well, how did uh, Cousin Doris come out? Well, she was Maggie at bringing up father. They guessed her right away, too. But, but you know what? No what? I managed to do a little trading at the party, too. You did? Yeah, Pee-wee traded me his extra olive oil button for my duplicate Superman. Well. Boy, I was glad to get that one. You bet, Rusty. All the fellows and girls are mighty glad when they get another comic button to add to their collection. And particularly now that there's an exciting new second series to collect. 18 new buttons, each with a picture of one of your favorite comic strip characters. Each one mighty snappy looking when you pin it on your jacket or your dress or cap. Yes, sir, it's a grand hobby, collecting pet comic buttons. And it's easy, too. Sure, you don't send it any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. You just make sure Mom keeps plenty of Kellogg's Pep on hand and get your prize in every package you open. That's P-E-P, Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. <laughs> Discovering that his friends at the Daily Planet were making him the victim of an April Fool's joke, Clark Kent decided to turn the tables on them. To begin with, Editor Perry White received a phone call from Tony Sloan, one of his reporters, who said that he had located a famous judge who had mysteriously disappeared two years ago. Certainly they were on the trail of a sensational story... White, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen went to an abandoned house to meet Tony, where they found a note telling them to come to Pier 6 on the waterfront. Hurrying to the pier, they were puzzled to find it deserted, when suddenly a man with a gun loomed out of the darkness and ordered them to walk to the end of the pier. As we continue now, White, Lois, and Jimmy have been forced into a small motor launch, which is carrying them swiftly across the inky black harbor. A burly, roughly-dressed waterfront character is at the wheel. In the stern, another man with a gun raises his weapon as Perry White steps toward him. Listen. Now, look here, you. My name is Perry White, and I'm the editor of the Daily Planet. The two young people with me are Miss Lane and Jim Olson, two of my reporters. We came to the pier. Oh, they, they could have done you no good. 
We don't care who you are. Who are we? You'll find out, sister. Find out what? Where are you taking us? You'll find that out too, bud. Now, you listen to me, whatever your name is. I don't know what you're up to, but you can't get away with this. Oh, no. Mr. White told you who we are. Our paper knows that we came to Pier 6 tonight, and as soon as we're missed, they'll notify the police. You bet they will. So what? Well, the police will find us, and it'll be too bad for you. By the time they find you, it'll be too late. Too late? Too late for what? You look like a bright young fella. Figure it out for yourself. Huh? <laughs> what? Don't let him scare you, Jim. He's just bluffing. He wouldn't dare do anything to us. Don't make me laugh, Grandpa. Stop calling me Grandpa. Now listen. Wait a minute, uh, Chief. Come here a minute, will you? You two. Let go of my arm, Horse. I'm going to make this this hoodlum tell me what this is all Chief, about. Please, please. I think I know what it's all about. Now he can't hear us. Sit down. I don't want to sit down. I... Please. Oh, all right. Now, now, what do you want? Now, look. Tony Sloan said that he'd found Judge Harris. And the judge had agreed to tell us what had happened to him two years ago when he disappeared. Well, what's that got to do with this? I think it's got everything to do with it. The judge disappeared after he sentenced three of the leaders of the Scalzi gang to the penitentiary for life. Right? Yes, so what? So their friends must have found out that Tony had contacted us, and they trapped us in order to keep the police from finding out about Judge Harris. Hey, you're right. I'll bet that's the answer. Well, if it is, we're in hot water. The Scalzi gang are bad actors. Oh, boy, they don't come any worse. We've got to do something before they... Well, they... Before they do whatever they're planning to. Well, what can we do? Both those ruffians have guns. Look, how about diving overboard? It's awful dark. We might be able to get away. Oh, we must be four or five miles from shore, Jim. We'd never make no, it. No, no, of course not. They turn on their searchlight and finish us off before we've gone a hundred yards. But we can't just sit here and wait. They're probably going to take us out beyond the harbor and then... Then get rid of us. Oh, dear. Oh, wait, wait. Look. Huh? What, Chief? There. There, there, there's a ship just ahead. A freighter. Yes. You see it? Yes. There she is, Ned. Bring her in easy. Oh, oh. It's the gang ship. Now what happens? Something tells me we'll find out very soon. Okay, chaps. Up on your feet. This is the end of the line. Oh, what do you mean? Stop playing dumb, sister. Up the ladder. Now go you, on. Just wait a minute. Get going. I'm afraid you'd better, Lois. Now you're making sense, Grandpa. Move, sister. You follow it, kid. What's up there? You'll find out. Go on, climb. Well, I guess I have. No, you ain't kidding. You follow him, Grandpa. If you don't stop calling me Grandpa, I slap my wrist, huh? (laughs) Go on, move. There's a man up topside wants to see you. You'll find out. Now, go on, get going. Okay. Step on deck. Lois. Jim. Oh, oh, here you are. The one who ran the boat said there's some big shot waiting for us. And he, he said this was curtain. Okay, chumps. This is the last mile. Walk. Walk? Walk where? Over to that cabin where the light is. Go on. Stop poking that gun at us. In about two minutes, you won't mind that no more. Oh, golly. Okay. This is it. Open that cabin door, kid. You mean this one? That's right. You don't have to knock. The big boss is expecting you. Open it, I said. Oh, okay. I I guess this is it. Go on in, all of you. No, no, don't push don't me. Don't leave me. Good evening. What? Look. Good, good heavens. No, no I, 
I, I'm seeing things. Mr. <laughs> Kent. Clark. Don't look so startled. Well, gee. I'm not really going to make you walk the plank, much as you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 what does this mean? Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, now, wait a minute. An accomplished practical joker like you, Chief, should have caught on long ago. Well, this little act is called turning the tables, or one good April Fool's joke deserves another. What? But Clark, you don't mean that... That's exactly what I do mean, Lawrence. I hope I didn't frighten you too much, but I promised Inspector Henderson I'd teach you that sometimes practical jokes are not funny. I, I gotta sit down. How do I... Well, say, if this is all a gag, then, then Tony Sloan was in on it with you. Of course he was. And so was Dippy, the tramp of the abandoned house, and Steve, and Nick. Say, incidentally, I hired them all at the same theatrical agency that supplied you with Mrs. Walsh, Lois. <laughs> oh, Clark. Were we taken in? But good. Uh, yeah, we had it coming to us, all right. Oh, I'm glad you're such good sports about it. Good sports, my eyes. Tony Sloan can't do that to us. Oh, uh, Chasing me around all night. Deserted house, Pier 6, boat rides. I'll fire him. I'll... Oh, 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 oh. You took me for a buggy ride, Chief. Can't you take one in return? Of course he can. Be a sport, Mr. White. Well, okay. You're right, Jim. We we had it coming. Oh, that a boy, Chief. That's a spirit. <laughs> Ken, I, I got to hand it to you. You you really put us over the jumps. <laughs> but good. Clark, wait a minute. Did you have anything to do with the Chief's house disappearing tonight? Oh, how could he? Uh, well, strange enough, I did, Jim. What? How oh, did you... With the assistance of Superman. Superman? You mean... He was in on this, too? Uh-huh. He thought it was a good <laughs> idea to teach you that practical jokes are bad medicine. Oh, that's enough for me. I'm cured. So am I. <laughs> we all had a good laugh. And now we can... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about the $20,000? What about it? Where is it, Kent? Safe in my apartment. Candy Myers is guarding it until I get home. Well, that is a relief. <laughs> he was worried. <laughs> oh, Kent, I, I wish I could have been there when Candy found the money oh. in your closet. So do I. <laughs> I had me going all right. But you should have seen your faces when yes. Steve made you find the ladder to the deck. <laughs> as our friends laugh merrily over what they vow is their last practical joke, a much different scene is taking place several miles away in Kent's apartment where his friend, private detective Candy Myers, has fallen asleep on Kent's couch. $20,000 on a table nearby. Suddenly, the doorbell rings. Then rings again. Uh, just a minute. That uh, you, Kent? Telegram for Mr. Kent. Okay. Uh. All right, let's have a stick him up, buddy, and don't move. Huh? Hey. Hey, what is this? What do you think? Stick him up, I said. That's right. Now, just step back nice and easy. Okay, Chuck, come in and close the door. Hey, what is this? A gag? Fully awake now, his hands above his head, Candy Meyer steps back into Clark Kent's apartment, closely followed by two masked men, each of them holding a gun. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, even if you tried, I'll bet you couldn't think of a more exciting prize than those new second series comic buttons in packages of Kellogg's Pet. Think of it. Superman and Jigs and the Little King in full, brilliant colors on sturdy metal buttons that look mighty swell pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. Eighteen different buttons in this new second series to collect and trade duplicates with your friends. What a hobby, and what fun to compare notes on how many all the fellows and girls have collected, and to look for a new one whenever Mom opens a new package of pet. 
That's the easy way you get these comic buttons, you know. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. You just ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep and look for your exclusive prize inside every package you open. Get busy on your collection of comic buttons from P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As Private Detective Candy Myers was waiting in Clark Kent's apartment for the return of his friend, the doorbell rang and two masked men carrying guns entered and ordered Candy to raise his hands. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Kent's getting back at me now for helping to play that April Fool's joke on him. This ain't no joke, Myers. Go on, you even know my name. Take off your mask and put the hardware down. Keep your hands up. Now listen, I said I'm wise. That's what you think. Now look, <laughs> I... What do you know? There's the 20 grand on the table just waiting for us. Grab it, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> Still won't admit it's a gag. Hey, hey, wait. What are you doing with the door? Bye-bye. Hey, no way. Gag or no gag, that door has to stay here. I told Kent I'd watch it. Stay right where you are, Myers. Open the door, Chuck. Wait, I said. You're not going to get out of here with that door. Don't move it. Okay, you ask for it. Springing forward, Candy Myers' hands are closing around the masked man's arms as a gun fires. The private detective groans and slumps to the floor, where he lies motionless. Our story has taken still another strange twist, fellows and girls. This time, it's not a joke. So be sure to be with us tomorrow when Kent, Batman, and Robin join forces in a swift attempt to solve still another amazing mystery. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, published in Superman DC Publications. Say, kids, if you're training your dog... Try rewarding him for good behavior with Kellogg's Grow Pup. There's a dog food that makes the hit with most dogs right from the word go. Gives them swell, meaty flavor and gives them three different kinds to pick from. Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. All full of what it takes to help keep a dog right on the beam to help build strong bones and teeth and muscles. That's why lots of champs feed on Grow Pup. So ask Mother to get Kellogg's Grow Pup for your dog today. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.